room, man. Come on, kick that shit, baby. Come on. Come on, man. Oh, oh. Watch that nigga kick this shit. Oh, oh. Alright, speed it up a little bit, man. Come on, baby. Alright, look. Yo, yo. Your style is generic. Mine's authentic made. I roll like a renegade. Uni clinic game. My technique's bizarre and ill. I scar and kill. You were a star until I serve you like a bar and grill. Cause I proceed to cook and grill ya. That's all it took to kill ya. You better recognize me like I look familiar. You wanna battle? You beat around the bush like you're scared to lick pussy so you eat around the tush. I need a clown to push. Someone that I can Woo! Wait a minute. I don't think you understand fully. See me without a style like mustard without the hinds. I lead the new school. You're a buster without the rhymes. I push the shit out the line. No, I'm the Nazi key smoking the lick licking. Ten freaky girls and five that ten ticking. Girls, when you see me, you better believe me. This ain't a game and pimping ain't easy. Look at y'all standing out here freezing like dumb fucks. Rapping and waiting for food off this raggedy lunch truck. Who want what? Who pumped up to get rolled up? I spit venom in every direction. Soak some up. Look at this fat ass nigga. <laughs> Sloppy sucker. You an ugly motherfucker. Your pop should've wore rubber. Stop rhyming. Keep your day job, Vanessa. Next time, leave that bullshit home on a dresser. Speaking of dresses, take a look at all the fruitcake. When you travel, you probably pack panties in your suitcase. Made out of lace from Victoria's Secret. If 10 men came in the cup, you probably drink it. Okay, folks. Enough of the gay jokes. Especially from a gay broke bitch yourself. Hey, Lo. You worked here longer than me, and I get paid more than you. Serious, man. Dog, take a seat. What's this guy standing in line for? He ain't got money to eat. Check this out. Yo, yo. This guy cashed his whole check and bought one ho-ho. <laughs> Fucking homo. Little maggot. You can't hack it. Paul's gay. You're a faggot. At least he admits it. Don't even risk it. This guy's starving to death. Someone get him a biscuit. <laughs> I don't know what they told you, Mike. You must have them cornrows roll too tight. This job, you want to quit, but you can't. You worked at this plant so long, you're a plant. <laughs> Look at your goddamn boots. For Christ's sakes, they're starting to grow roots. <laughs> On this mic, you be faded. You look like a pissed-off rapper who never made it. Wow. And why you fucking with the gay guy, G? When really, you're the one who's got the HIV. Oh, Man, I'm done with this clown. It's off. Fuck it. I'll let homegirl finish you off. So far, you get the bad one. You better off shooting yourself with Papa Doc Sanger. Climbing up this mountain, you're weak. I think you lost it out of time. You know the shit's creep. You ain't the track of the beat. You know you can pop on and get smacked out of the roof. What can I see? This squad in the side takes a mill advice. The former group of Vanilla Ike. And what I tell you, you better use it. It's all deuce in here, except for these bitches. You must know this movie by heart, right?
Kids fucking go. What's up, everybody? How we doing? How we doing? This is still the same. You're in the All right, welcome everybody. Okay, man, let's get this thing going. What do you say? One gotta go. One gotta go. We got a lot to get through, so we might as well not waste waste any time. Although the first thing we should do is welcome back Dr. Peachy. Yo, 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 what's good? PG, how's the wilderness been? Been frisky. <laughs> That's the cat skills for you. Good time. Yeah, boy. <laughs> Pleasure to be back. Pleasure to be back. Much love to y'all. Uh, yeah, we are glad to get you back on the mic. We are going to start off uh, going through everything that we've announced in the past couple of days, some of the plans that are built the reasons for certain decisions we made and so on so uh toward the end of this we'll get an open floor and let people come up on the mic and and uh share their thoughts and ask questions and all that good stuff but we should jump right in oh, let me also say this the this is recorded of course they always are uh additionally we always put the recording onto the podcast platform uh, that we have on apple and spotify podcasts there are two weeks of AMAs that are missing because the Twitter file is corrupt, and I, there's just nothing we can do about that. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, hopefully that's not the case for this one because we want as many people to be able to access this as possible, and uh, the podcast platforms are a nice way for people to do that without having to pull up Twitter. All right, let's jump in here. Welcome to the syndicate, everybody. What do we think, right? That's a pretty dope name. I'm proud of that. I think transition team uh, I think knocked that one out of the park. Indy Kits. Love it. Uh, all right. So hopefully you've had a chance to at least look at the infographic that we also sent out there. That's kind of our TLDR. It's our syndicate for dummies. It's our cheat sheets. Everything that you need to know boiled down to as few words as possible. If this is too many words, I don't know what to tell you. Uh, we did our best to get everything into uh, a one-pager that looked good, that connected to that OG Cat vibe, that included some artwork from people in the community, from OG artists, from, you know, every everything. So hopefully this satisfies a lot of questions that most people will have. For those of you that actually like to read lots of words and legalese and wants to, want to get into the nitty-gritty of it all, more documents are coming imminently. So you'll be able to pour through all the bylaws that we wrote, all the procedural docs, the code of conduct, everything, be able to, to get through all that. Um, yeah, I think that's coming shortly, right, Crusher? Crusher's on the main account, by the way. Yeah, yeah buddy, yep. We should uh, drop all those right after this. Everything's been dialed up and ready to rock. To be honest, I think probably like 
one to five percent of people will actually read it because it's very very stuffy and long and has a lot of legal jargon but you know that's why we created the one pager we have a governance thesis as well on the main site if you're going to read anything and don't want to you know read nine pages of uh governance documentation the thesis is a great place to start we'll get you up to date with everything you need to know so Definitely recommend diving into that if you're going to read anything about it. So, yeah. Cool. All right. So let's jump right in here. Why did we move away from Ketsdao? Uh, the main reason is because, a, you know, DAO, uh, by definition, like this pure idea of a DAO is something that I don't think has been achieved in NFTs, something we don't think has been achieved in, in NFTs. And it's become this co-opted term where it really just means a Discord server that's gated to people that hold a specific NFT collection. And that's fucking stupid. It's not a DAO. It's just a club. So in order to move away from all of that and all the baggage that comes along with, with, with that, we went for this, this rebrand in addition to this hybrid model that we came up with so that uh, we can start to look to the future instead of trying to hold on to like what is going on, what went on in the past and what's going on now. So, uh, the syndicate is a hybrid model. It's a blend of a couple of structures that you're already familiar with. There's this, this very clear executive corporate hierarchy that is essentially what will become our leadership team. Our executive team will be will function uh, similar to a corporate hierarchy that everyone's already used to uh, with the additional support that a, a NFT community can provide. So there will be opportunities for holders within the community for the community at large to have a voice in what that executive team does. And we'll get into some of those details uh, later on. Um, But that pretty much sums up what it is. I mean, it's really not incredibly complex. We are just, we spent a lot of time creating a framework and a structure that allowed for these two things to layer nicely and seamlessly on top of each other and to make sure that the progress, the process was, efficient enough so that it could exist in the rapid world of, of NFTs. Uh, Crusher, does that pretty much sum that up? Yeah, basically. I just want to add a couple things. Basically, like, we just thought off the, like, when we started diving into this initially, we just thought it was so funny that, like, automatically, if there's a community-ran plot project, people just default and are like, oh, it's a DAO. But it's just proven to be so inefficient. And especially lately, we've been seeing so many problems happening and projects that we all know, I don't want to call anyone out, but there's definitely some issues that we've all seen. So basically, we took the time and um, scheduled a couple calls with a lot of thought leaders in the ecosystem. Uh, spoke with Cadence and Nam and Slorg, Kimasabi, and a couple others of note as well, and kind of picked their brain and experience on DAOs. And just really from those conversations, we were like, yo, this is maybe not the way to go. We don't want, you know, all the all the friction that comes with it, the just like decision making that can be easily manipulated. You can have, you know, imagine like an executive team has been working on something they're super passionate about for months. And then all of a sudden, a popular guy in the community puts up a proposal, gets a lot of traction. And all of a sudden, they need to pivot on that just to make this proposal happen. Just doesn't seem like the smartest way to go about things. So we built a new syndicate model and pretty much everything Bill just said. 
And so let's jump right into the executives because this is kind of the 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 crux and what might set apart uh, the model that that we're trying to push out here. That's a little bit different from what's come in the past. And so we are going to roll with five executive leaders. Uh, help me out. Make sure I, I get these off the top of my head. We have the CEO. We have uh, brand. We have community. We have tech, and we have operations. I'll you know ping pong yeah, nailed it. Pass the test. The they're all you know C-suite positions, which we've said in previous AMAs that we we get it. This is this is a startup, like an international startup. We have said before, uh, using C-suite titles is a little bit of a you know a little bit of a LARP uh, on our part, but whatever, fuck it. Everyone knows what that shit means. Like, we already know what it means, so we're just going to roll with it. So these are the five leaders of the project, uh, and what is cool about what we're doing, I think, is that. We're going to give anybody who's a kit holder an opportunity to apply for the ability to become a candidate, and the candidates will be voted by the by the community by the kit holders, and we'll go through how that's going to work as well later on. But uh, in addition, we're adding a layer of scrutiny to this process, and it's not just that anybody who owns a kit will be able to throw themselves into the candidate pool; it will be people who are qualified to do the job that we need them to do. Like you don't want me to show up and be the the CTO. I'm not going to be the tech officer because I'm not a dev. We need to find somebody who is. So we need to make sure that we're vetting the people who are applying who can actually do what they say they can do before they can even get to the process where they're they're voted in. Like we all know people who like to tell you how much they are good at something, but we need people to show us that before they're able to uh, to access the candidate pool. Um, yeah, I think that covers. That covers elections. I mean, that's kind of simple too. Yeah, more more or less. I think um, I think like with the five positions that we ended up choosing, obviously there's a ton of different C-suites titles that you can go with, but we really try to distill like what embodies Web three. Obviously, you need a CEO as a leader, brand, is, and we thought like art and technology are the other biggest components. So like someone who can manage the brand someone who can manage the technology. Um, those are definitely huge components of that community for cats is everything. We want someone to have that C-suite title and really be in charge of that to make sure this community can continue to thrive. And then operations is an integral part as well to manage the day to day, make sure we're hitting KPIs, managing finances as well. So pretty much with these five members, we'll be able to cover everything that needs to be done with um with cats right and so let me mention this too people have noted that there is not a cfo position uh that's true there is not that's something that the in in addition to there being very specific skills-based positions here we also need people who are generalists to some degree and can work uh cross-departmentally in startup fashion like all hands on deck style so we're going to need everyone to have an understanding of how money works. <laughs> so hopefully we can find five people that have a decent understanding of finances. Uh, and that's something we'll also, uh, we'll feel through in the, in the, the candidate process. And as we, we make sure that we are curating a, a good list of candidates for people to vote on. All right. Um, uh, let's get into the, since we're talking about executives and how, and how the leadership group works. Let's get into how 
how that how somebody even becomes an elected official in the first place. So what is going to also upcome uh, what's what is upcoming next after this is a um, a process that we are well. We said in the last AMA that we're just going to focus on finding the CEO first. We're not going to go for all five at one time. The first thing we're going to do is find the CEO of Kets. And there's a lot of reasons to do that, but mainly it's one so that we can focus on this one person because this is going to be the person who is going to set a lot of the strategic direction. They're going to be the voice of Kets. are going to be up here on these spaces. You're going to see him make announcements. You're going to see him connect to other projects. You're going to see them everywhere. So it's someone who... Uh, is very crucial in that role. But it's also a bit of a strategy so that anybody who applies for the CDO and isn't voted in and isn't elected in, we still want those people to be able to apply for other positions if possible. And because there's there's a lot of people in Web3 who have skills that could easily fit many of these categories. So if you don't make it a CEO, fucking try for COO, try for CBO. See, like you have other skills, apply them somewhere else. That's how we're going to get the best possible team to lead kits. So the next thing will be the CEO search. And then shortly after that will be the search for the other four. And I believe the other four will all be at the same time. Uh, Okay. So Crusher, should we get into the, the proposals and voting stuff now? Sure. Yeah. I think, I think that's a great, great thing to get into pretty much like, We've discussed kind of the executive power and how they're going to be key decision makers. They're going to make the day-to-day smooth. They'll be in charge of all of that. Um, so that's kind of a strategic way to lower the friction and make sure that, you know, we we voted in these people to make decisions for us and we're going to trust them and not everything has to go to vote. So that's going to be huge. But that But besides that, there's also, you know, the syndicate itself has power and um, – there's three categories of votes and proposals that they can participate in. Um, the first one would be election of the executive. So like I just mentioned, you elect your officials, you trust they're doing a great job. And then the next, next um, portion of that is removal of executives. So if someone's not doing a great job, you are, you know, you can put up a proposal to get someone removed. So I think that's kind of a, good build-in so you can elect, remove officials, and then the last one would be, would be voting on basically the major operational changes of the syndicate. So if we want to go back to Craig, if we're trying to burn enlightenment arc, if we want to create a new you know, project to raise money or something along those lines, those will be everything that's to a syndicate-wide vote that everyone has to you know, participate in. So um, those are basically the three main categories there that the syndicate has power over. Uh, let me, <laughs> the asterisk here is that uh, all these things, like the things that we mentioned as examples, uh, we're not necessarily condoning those things. We're just, these are things that have come up popularly uh, in the server and on Twitter. Um, it's also unlikely that enormous votes like that will all occur at once. <laughs> so keep that in mind too. This isn't like, Next week, we're going to vote on all this shit, burn everything and, you know, bust all the windows out of that. Like it's, it's, we are (laughs) hoping to pace some of this and these types of things won't happen until there's an executive team in place anyway. So in order of operations, we're going to get an executive team in place. We're going to get leaders for this project. And then uh, we can start to look at 
some of these other votes. But the significant thing here is that the community is going to have the power to make that decision. So the more engaged all the holders are, the more interested people are in the investments that they've made and the, the kits that they own, the better. Because more voices, the better result, we think. I think I misheard you. I just burned all these. Oh, damn it, Floyd. Sorry. On, on, uh, on the Solana main beta network or, or over there in DevNet? <laughs> the main beta. Yeah, I'm running for CTO. <laughs> on everything. I know and, how to say things. And I just printed a couple trillion crack to send out people. So have fun <laughs> with that. <laughs> we printed more. I don't even want to talk about Craig. Hey, pal in this bitch. <laughs> really, all our ideas are just stolen from, you know, current events. Uh, no, just kidding. We are not printing more Craig. We are kidding. Craig is maxed out. Uh, all right. So next, let's get into what it looks like for a syndicate member to make a, a proposal. Crusher, if somebody in the community who's not an executive or who's not like in a position of, of leadership or a position of power, how can somebody within the community make a proposal to put forth, like for the betterment of the project? Yeah, so we want to make sure that everyone's voice is still heard. Even though the exec team is still managing the day-to-day and making key decisions, we want to still make sure, like, if you've got a good idea, you can propose that and send it all the way up to review and it could get, you know, um, pushed through, so... We want to make sure that that's still a process, uh, which is kind of a traditional thing of a DAO. So basically, any member will be able to make a proposal. We ask that you actually have a well-thought-out plan, not just like, bring back kick. Um, so we want to like, we have a couple of requirements that you'll need to do to like, actually build out like a solid proposal, post it in a specified channel. And then from your peers, they'll all like, thumbs up, thumbs down. And if it gets enough traction... Basically, it'll go into an executive review. In that period, they'll basically review everything, voice any concerns if necessary, and then the person who created the proposal will be able to revise anything based on their notes. And then at the end of that, ultimately, we're letting the exec board have the power to do the official approval or denial of every proposal. Basically, we feel that the executive team has the insight into everything they are day-to-day in the weeds they know all their future obligations they know our financial situation they know all the secret things they've been working on so like we feel that they should have the ultimate say because like i was saying earlier it'd suck if they were working their asses off on an awesome project for two months and all of a sudden a proposal got a lot of you know traction that might not be a good idea and then all of a sudden they have to drop everything and do that instead so we feel that with this model, it's best if the executive has approval or denial, and they should, you know, act in favor of the syndicate always. And if it's a great idea, it should get pushed through. And if they, you know, you see a common trend with them just not listening to anyone, you have an uh, you have an option there. So, so yeah, that's kind of the proposal process. An option, and even just uh, in the next cycle this person might want to run for re-election and that just might not be what the community decides, you know, based on the performance of that, that person during their time in office. Exactly. Like the removal of an officer definitely has some friction to it. Just so 
there's no like we should remove whoever the CEO is because he said this and wouldn't listen to this. Like there has to be legitimate reasons and there's definitely a process to get them ousted. So it has to be something big, but yeah, that's, um, there's always the option on the table. If the executive board just ain't doing it for the overall syndicate. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so now in a, a, the executive board or executive team being as crucial as they are, We've also added an, another layer of, I guess, professional oversight with an advisory board. There's going to be a board of advisors that will be um, connected to the executive team to be able to give give support, give some advice as an advisory board. But then they will also have insight into some of the stuff that will go on behind the scenes, like just the transactional nature of running a business. Not everything can be made public, but we need scrutiny there. So there's going to be a group of advisors who have a window behind the scenes to be able to 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 be there to make sure that everything's on the up and up on the on the back end of it. Um, I know there's more about the advisory yeah, exactly. board. I just basically they're there for support. They'll meet with the exec team every two weeks. You know, help them with whatever they're working on, and then ultimately will be the check and balances. There'll be one individual on the advisory board who's elected as the head of the advisory board, and he'll have the keys to the voting platform and also the multi-sig wallet. So that way, you know, if the exec board says, we're not leaving, we definitely, we've got the means to make sure they're leaving. So it's kind of something we thought out as well and tried to put someone in as an ultimate check and balance to make sure there's no rogue exec boards. Right. Thank you. Uh, and so this might also be a good time to mention committees. So we have committees here on the, on the, this is the thing we've actually put the least amount of information about on our infographic. Um, committees are, they're less formal than an advisory board. An advisory board will be, will not be temporary. It'll be something that all the people that serve on that board will serve for the same amount of time as the executives themselves uh, they will be cycled through every six months. They will be, you know, people who have skills and experience and talents and capacity to be able to do the job and all that stuff. Committees are more like a- an opportunity for community members to put their skills and talents to use as well and to gain experience in, in this this nascent field. Like this is Web3. This doesn't really mean anything yet. There's so, there's so much for so many people to learn. Committees are going to be a great way for that to happen. Uh, we have an election committee that we'll talk about in, in a little bit, but we have other other committees in mind and committees can just come from the community as well. And, and essentially a community will be able to give community members experience who might be interested in a leadership role down the line. You might not be ready for a leadership role now, but in six months, a year, 18 months at the second, third, fourth election cycle, maybe that's your time. So you might be thinking that far ahead, but you wanna get the experience you need first. There's going to be committees that are going to be able to do that. And these are more like like think tanks or task force task forces that are going to go out and do specific things that we need done. Like the election committee is also not going to last for the entire six months. We have an election committee in mind to be able to keep the actual election process on the up and up. That committee will only exist as long as elections are are being conducted. They won't need to exist any farther than that. So that's kind of the idea of what a committee is all about. We want to make sure that there's a pathway for people to gain skills and experience to, to go forth and do great things. Uh, 100% yeah. well said, sir. Well said. 
I think also one important thing about this model for all the decentralization maxis out there, our boy Voidman, 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 Void has been working on an awesome voting platform. Everything will be on chain. There's features on there that are super cool and will definitely embody cats. There's a lot of social aspects to it. So we're really excited for everyone to test drive that. Um, and then obviously we have a um, transparent multi-sig wallet. So, you know, there's still those crucial elements of a DAO in the syndicate model, but ultimately, um, ultimately we're going a different path with the governance and executive model. I love these sound effects. Uh, I didn't think the committee was going to be the one that got the air horn, but I'll take it, man. <laughs> uh, I've been ready to click this motherfucker bridge. <laughs> there we go. There we go. I love that. All right. Uh, all right. So, Billy, Billy, any uh, any other syndicate related things? Or are we I'm looking at the sheet here? Everything. I think that's everything that is worth talking about because so much of this will also just be available for people to read um and yes you know sure. i always hesitate to say too much before we're getting any questions from people later on but i think that covers it i think that's pretty much the syndicate yeah we will like after this we'll touch on elections really quick and then after that we can open the door for any questions hit us hard with anything and yeah but we can move into elections really quick we just want to basically explain what our process will look like and bill kind of illuminated on a couple things already but yeah um basically what we're thinking for elections is basically we start with applications so any ket member can fill out an application this is basically like you mentioned before to make sure that people actually have the qualifications and skills that we're looking for and it's not just some jabroni you know, being like, I've been, um, I don't even, I don't even know. I don't want to, I don't want to deter anyone. Word. Basically we're looking, <laughs> we're looking for uh, people who are actually qualified for the role. So basically it all starts with election or applications. Then once that period ends, which will be a one week period, we basically will do a review of the application. So that's where the election committee comes in. They're basically doing a secondary review and a check and balance because the transition team will be reviewing the applications as well. So basically, this is just to make sure there's no one on there that, like I mentioned, could be um, unqualified and not really a candidate that we'd want to push through. So basically, we both will do our own review, touch base, make sure that we're including all relevant candidates. And then after that, we will release all the candidates that we selected and then go through a one-week campaigning and debate period. So if you're looking to apply for CEO, highly recommend having a platform to run on, your vision, what you want to do for kids, maybe even a marketing plan in place to like get your name out and really get people to know who you are and what you stand for. Uh, we'll run a couple debates as well over spaces or in a Discord town hall. Haven't decided on those details yet. And then... After that one week period, we go to the actual elections where everyone will vote. Uh, the way that we're doing it is basically because we're unsure at this point how many candidates there will be. It's basically if you win the majority, 
um, votes, then you're elected. So that will be a um, thing that we do on the proprietary voting platform that we've been developing as well. So everything will be on chain, verifiable, etc. Personally, looking forward to the the candidate, you know, platform. Uh, what's that called when someone's like out hustling to try and get votes? That week, that period of time, I think that'll be fun. We'll throw up a lot of uh, random spaces and do a lot of cool stuff so that people can get on this microphone and you can get to know who they are and learn what their personality is and if they're a right fit and all that all that shit. So it'll be it'll be fun. Looking forward to that. You will hear definitely a lot from Ketman and Dr. Peachy during that week, I think. <laughs> so much air horn. So much. You can't even handle it. So much air horn. <laughs> need more air horns. <laughs> I, I'm going to send you a real... Should we just... Should it be a merch item we get? Should it be Ket's air horns so you can actually blow a real air horn instead of doing the, the soundboard? Whatever. We'll talk to Q about that. That's for another... <laughs> Uh, all right. Should we get some questions? What do you think? Well, last thing, last thing, um, for the CEO applications, that's going to be dropping tomorrow at 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. So get those applications in and let's fucking go. Oh my, tomorrow? We, we got, we got one last message, man. Like the Joker wants to say something. Not about money. It's about sending a message. Everything burns. Everything burns, motherfucker. Everything burns. Uh, one thing I will say about that, actually, because that actually raised a good point. Everyone, I've been hearing some chatter. Like everyone's like, "Who's gonna want to apply if there's no compensation?" That's not finalized yet, but don't worry, there'll be something for you for CEO. We'll have all those details ready for you tomorrow, but basically we're looking at a percentage of royalty revenue. Um, so basically we want to make sure that, you know, your success is directly correlated to the amount you bring in. So if you're absolutely crushing it, you get that floor price to 30, we're getting good volume. We're in a bull market and you're eating. So basically it might not look that great now, but it's endless possibility and, can be a fantastic opportunity for everyone. I also heard uh, some compensation was sexual favors from you. Uh, I thought that was you, dude. We played rock. We played rock paper scissors. That's just implied. I mean, I'm always there for you. Uh, I guess I could be too. Okay, fine. And to add on that, cats are adaptable, man. We can go with the wind wherever we need to go. Whoa, you're offering your services too? Yeah, yeah. You All want right. me to blow? Bro, I've been draining this shit. Draining or draining? What are you draining? Draining who? <laughs> who have you been draining? <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> I'll stop with this fucking horn, man. Go on. Hell. All right, cool. Yeah, I think we are fucking all good to let people up with questions. If you have questions about... Our governance model, the syndicate, questions about applications. Come on up. I already see one request. JJ. Dr. Peachy, speak. I was elected to lead, not to read. 
Number three. <laughs> I haven't, yo, I haven't read through, uh, admittedly, I haven't read through all of the bylaw documentation. But I've got a couple of questions. Uh, one easy, one hard. So I guess we'll start with the foreplay. Um, do we have a time-bound grace period for vote of no confidence? I think it could get kind of messy if we've constantly... You you know what Web3 is like. People FUD really quickly. Um, do we have like a time-bound grace period before people can start putting forward proposals for votes of no confidence? Are you talking about like quorums, like establishing quorums or? Yeah. So let's say you, uh, let, let's just, let's dumb it down because uh, I haven't been drinking enough smart water today. I'm feeling <laughs> dumb, honey. Uh, <laughs> I think. <laughs> yeah. So like you, you elected a new CEO and they completely fuck it up. And within two weeks, uh, you've got people calling for their head in the guillotine. Uh, two weeks is like really not enough time. And it can actually cause a hell of a lot of disruption to the project to have a revolving door of new people within the executive team. So do we actually have a time bound grace period before such proposals can be put through? So, for example, like you need to give people at least 90 days running in the executive position. So there's no time bound um, things like that, but there are like basically the process for removal of officers. Um, it first has to go through like a one week proposal process where a community member is like, yo, screw this guy, call for his head. If that gets enough support, which is like a amount that it needs to be supported, there's a quorum on that, then it will basically go to if you want to impede or remove the executive member, then the advisory board will basically approve or deny that so that'll basically be a the mechanism that stops that because any good advisory board will say hey it's only been two weeks give the guy a chance and basically shoot it down but if there's actually a legitimate reason um i mean that's uh that's uh a good thing so they can definitely push that through so that's basically like i said there's some friction on that process um with the advisory board basically having that approval or veto power just to like make sure that there's actually just cause for removing them. Well, we've all seen Game of Thrones and that doesn't end well. <laughs> True. <laughs> I mean, if they, but if they do do something absolutely horrible in the first two weeks, you know? <laughs> yeah, I feel that. Might, but... might be appropriate. So that kind of leaving the advisory board's hands and, um, that'll be that'll be solid. Yeah, I yeah. cool, 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 cool. Hard Second question. question. That this was a hard the... one. What the hell? All oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know I like to keep it hard, honey. <laughs> <laughs> the second one. So. The transition team removed the bylaw that prevents them from applying for a position. And look, you guys have worked really hard. You've done great jobs. And I hope some of you apply. But what, what protocols and governance frameworks have we got in place to ensure there's a non-biased adjudication of qualifiable skill sets for the role? Um, and is, is this the role that the election committee is, is playing? And who is the election committee? So basically, well, first off, I, I want to say that the there's never a bylaw or something specific that we said um, about being able to run. 
Um, I know initially that was our thought to keep things fair, but then like as time went on, we got a, some community support for a couple of our people to run. So I think that's kind of evolved over time. So that was never officially in writing, but um, basically, I mean, everyone will have an equal opportunity. Um, if you get elected as a candidate, you're basically going head to head with someone else. And if your platform's better and if you, have a larger reach and can convince everyone that you're going to do the best job. I think it's a pretty fair starting ground for everyone to really, you know, make a name for themselves and get voted in. So I yeah, don't... yeah, I feel that. No, like to so simple it down. Like, so let's say that Ketman wants to run for CEO. How does Ketman adjudicate himself to have the qualifiable skills? Is there like a, a second process for deciding who has got the relevant background skills to be put forward to for a position. Oh, so like if they submit an application, um, yeah, basically, yeah. who would be reviewing that? Because obviously, we yeah, like, you there might yourself, be some right? conflict of interest. <laughs> if we're reviewing yeah. yeah, so that's where the that's where the um, the election committee comes in. They're basically doing a secondary review, and then we'll check our notes, make sure that we have everyone included, debate on why. Some people were or weren't included. And then, so basically, it's kind of a little mechanism there to make sure Bang. it's fair and just. Fantastico. And who is the election committee? Have we decided who that committee yes, is? Yes, it is Mr. Ketborg, it is Sean, and it is 8Bits. So a good, you know, diverse group that but only think three. will do a great job. Yep. We is don't, there, we don't feel there, like it's really necessary to do that many people. It's a pretty simple job, really. It's just a reviewing of applications and coming to a consensus. So don't feel like we need to add more friction by adding additional members. All right, makes sense. These, these are great answers as well, because these are all the sort of things that, you know, people will, will smack you with a stick with. So it's important that, you know, everyone hears you guys have fought thought through every eventuality here um, and that should give everyone a lot of confidence going into this process thank you yes. thank you, Fuck so... you. <laughs> <laughs> all right anyone else questions here i see theo yeah <laughs> do you have questions or are you just coming to hang out <laughs> We'll see. Yo, motherfuckers. <laughs> what's, what's good? I'm eating feta, and I'm listening to you calling all these boring things. For five seconds, Dr. Pizzi became like British. But only for five minutes and all the boring shit he addressed. <clears throat> I'm just waiting for El Tigre to verify the lore so we can start popping the lore videos and make your head spin completely. Uh, we have the best lore in all of NFTs. I think you will all in your pants when you see it. All the illicit holders will have like a lore. Fixed by me, filtered by El Tigre. I don't give a fuck. I'm bored. 
Shout out to Dylan Dunnis. Fuck Logan. This bitch. Yo, does that uh, lore have any questions about what we talked about? You got any questions? No, <laughs> no motherfucker. I'm just bored. I'm All right, doing shout out. Thanks for coming up, dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah! Let's fucking go! <laughs> Who else has questions? <laughs> I don't know if that's a good thing or not. If we had no questions, is the infographic that good? It solves all these, all these problems, answers all these questions. Peachy, more. We questions. got space too. Tough space. How do you cook a potato? You know, actually, the other day I wrapped it in foil and threw it in a charcoal on the grill, and it ended up fucking fantastic. But that was a little rogue. But normally, you bake that. Good answer. Space, how you doing? I'm good, man. How are you? Doing all right. Welcome to the stage. Thanks. Great to be here. Uh, yeah, just uh, the election committee that you were talking about. Like, what kind of things were you thinking about when you know choosing those people and what makes them qualified to review a resume? So, I think uh, for us, it was choosing people who have been. Uh, actively engaged in giving feedback to what's happened since the transition has occurred, uh, whether, you know, in our, in our formerly popular feedback channel or in private or in the various other groups that exist around web three, um, and people who have professional experience in their own right. You know, we're, we're looking at people who have been in the workforce for a number of years, people who have some life experience, you know, people who, uh, we can trust to choose people to do a good job, people who, you know, they've done this kind of stuff in their real lives. So we trust them to be able to do it here. All right, cool. My question wasn't because I doubted those people. It was just, you know, just curiosity. Killed the cat, you know? No, or listen, cat, the more scrutiny, cat. the better. This is the kind of thing where we've tried to be as transparent as possible the whole way through. And scrutiny is something that, I mean, if we we need that. So the more scrutiny, the better. Definitely. All the questions that can be asked should be asked. And if we don't have an answer for it, then uh, we need to get one for you. But And sorry, also, I agree with that. Also, if you covered it, but um, the advisory board, how, how does that go about in terms of the election for that? Actually, Trakusha, we skipped over that part, I think. The, so initially, the the very first advisory board will be the transition team um, for the the initial run of the first elected uh, executive team. And then after that, both uh, the executive team will be elected after the first six-month term, and then the advisory board will be appointed by the executive team that's elected in. So you're, for better or worse, cats are stuck with the transition team in some capacity uh, for a little while longer. A reduced role in, in the uh, advisory board, but still plugged in nonetheless. Amen to Good that. question, though. Anybody else? Eight new facts about marijuana. <laughs> All right, 
right, you ready for number one? Scientists used to think that smoking marijuana lowers your sperm count. But in recent studies, we found out that it actually makes your sperm count high. Facts. Mystic Tom must must smoke so much <laughs> weed. That's gotta be right. <laughs> <laughs> That's gotta be right. All right, I think we rolled through all the stuff that we wanted to to touch on. I'm trying to rack my brain just in case there's something we forgot, but I, I think that's pretty much it. Um, please get active in the feedback channel in the server. Uh, please feel free to ping us to shoot us DMs to let us know what you think about what's going on here. If you have additional ideas that we haven't thought of, please let us know what they are in any way that you see. And we're going to we're going to drop the. Governance docs, if you're uh, like Theo and think this is boring as hell, there's probably no chance you read them. But if you're interested, read them. We'll start a forum in the Discord for feedback and kind of like talking back and forth about any questions you might have. So, yeah, we'll probably drop those in the next hour. So keep on the lookout. Yeah, boy. What's up, hero? Small brain version coming soon for Theo. <laughs> it's a picture. There's so many nice pictures on it. Look at that. There's some stuff that hasn't even been released yet. Hmm. Hmm. All right. I think that does it for us. Do we have any outgoing music, Ketman? Anything you want to push through our speakers? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Besides weed smoke. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll stay in the same scenery, man. Here it is. Wait, Catman, can we get some alpha on on Breakpoint? Like, what's happening? Is that happening? Oh, faux show. This weekend, we'll break the fucking event down for y'all. You can sign up and shit. Stay tuned this weekend, and we'll get you going. That's dope. Thank you all for being here. Great time to be a cat, motherfucker. Woo. Fuck this shit. We need some hard ass shit.
Thank you, thank you. Fuck Money color than the trees in Yosemite. 